The Astros collectively took a no-hitter into the eighth inning against the Baltimore Orioles. Plus, we had struggling starting pitchers. Let's talk about it next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Tuesday, June 22nd. I am Frank Stample, joined by Scott White. And Jake Odorizzi was the starting pitcher for the Astros, and he pitched five no-hit innings, one walk, nine strikeouts. Scott, he is 60% rostered. Do we need to add Jake Odorizzi? I don't know that you need to, but uh, my my waiver wire isn't bursting with interesting starting pitchers, so there may not be too many better out there than Odorizzi, who last full season, 2019, he had a career season. 15 wins, 351 ERA, uh, 10.1K per nine in that 2019 season for Jake Odorizzi. And he did it mostly on the strength of his fastball, which was also the pitch that really came through for him in this one. Um, you know, he's been building up after missing so much of the season with injury, but two starts in a row now without allowing an earned run and enough success in his history that it's it's not a bad idea if you're if you're looking for more pitching help to take a flyer on Odorizzi. All right, so you could take a shot there on Jake Odorizzi. These starting pitchers struggled. Which one are you worried most about, Scott? Frankie Montas at the Texas Rangers, supposed to be a good matchup, allows nine hits, eight earned runs. The spin rates on his fastball and his slider were way down in this one. Same thing with Tyler Malley. Not as bad of a start. Four innings, three runs, eight strikeouts, spin rates down on his fastball and slider. And then Julio Arias at the Padres now has a 6.43 ERA over his last five starts, Scott. So Montas, Malley, Arias, which one are you worried most about? Um, Well, I mean, there are reasons to worry for Malley. You mentioned the spin rate. Arias, you know, I, I think they're going to have to be careful with his innings moving forward. He, he pitched pretty deep into games early in the year, deeper than I expected, frankly. But I think the most worrisome is Montas. You, you mentioned the drop in spin rate for him, and, and that's notable because Monday was the first day that uh, umpires were proactively checking pitchers to make sure uh, there were no foreign substances on their gloves, on their hats, on their belts. It, it really started, they, they really started cracking down in full force Monday. Uh, Montas, we had seen the spin drop significantly on his splitter the previous couple starts, but that's not such a bad thing. You want less split on less spin on the splitter, generally speaking, so that it it drops. Uh, but really, the the big drop in spin on everything else was was a concern, especially given the timing of it. His previous eight starts, Frankie Montas had a three eleven ERA, one two one WHIP, ten point one K per nine. So it's not like should be on the verge of dropping him or anything. He was he was on a good run there. But um, not encouraging to see, especially with the drop in spin. Yeah, don't drop Frankie Montas yet, but we're going to monitor this situation and see what his spin rates look like moving forward. Scott, someone we haven't talked about really all season, Tony Kemp went two for four with a walk and his fourth stolen base of the season. On Monday, he's only 11% rostered, very quietly batting 280 with an 853 OPS where, if anywhere, should you be adding Tony Kemp? Well, I think probably deeper than the standard 12-team league just because he's not playing quite every day. Sits against most left-handers being a left-handed hitter himself. But he was batting leadoff for the Athletics in Monday's game, in part because he has a 399 on on-base percentage for the season. And it's been even better than that since the start of May, which I consider a significant cutoff since April was just... A very strange environment for hitters. Historically bad environment for hitters. Uh, so from May 1st on, 
Tony Kemp's numbers are uh, impressive. Impressive high batting average, high OBP. He has some speed. He's shown more power than he has in the past. And I think if he can get the playing time up, then he might start to matter and even in those 12-team leagues. Let's wrap up with some news and notes. Jacob DeGrom made a start, and he made it through healthy, which is exactly what we need to see. Five shutout against the Braves with six strikeouts. His ERA is down to 0.50. Adalberto Mondesi was placed on the IL with a strained left oblique. It is June 22nd, and he has played 10 games this season, so very frustrating season for Adalberto Mondesi. Byron Buxton left early on Monday after getting hit by a pitch on his left hand. Tough situation, tough break here for Byron Buxton. Hopefully he's healthy. Same thing with Aaron Savali, who left Monday's start with an apparent finger injury. He'll visit a hand specialist. Savali had thrown four and two-thirds shutout against the Cubs at that point, and Cleveland can really not afford to another injury to their rotation with Shane Bieber, Zach Plesak on the IL, and now Aaron Savale dealing with this finger-slash-hand injury. So, tough spot here for Cleveland. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. If you enjoyed the pod, please leave a five-star review on Apple. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye! Bye-bye!